Welcome to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. And now, podcasting from our studios in East Tennessee and Central Florida, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Welcome back, everybody, to episode three of the Twisted Travelers podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined by my co-host, Jack. Jack, say hello. Hi, I'm here. Welcome back, everybody. So uh, we have a fun episode, I'd say. We'll do our, you know, our usual stuff, the news and off topic. And then we're uh, we're going to go over something that's a little, a little different from our usual. So, uh, Jack, you want to jump right into the news? I mean, it's news. For next year, I guess, because I still don't think they're going to make it. Uh, We're talking about West Coast Racers. It It started testing this week. Yay. So, still, like, salty. I didn't get the ride at this summer. Um, My dad and I and a couple of friends took a giant California trip. We were going to CoasterCon, and we chose to go there because of West Coast Racers. It's like, we got the new coaster, there's Star Wars, all these random reasons. And we get there, and, of course... West Coasters is only like one-third of the way through construction, so we got an okay construction tour, and it looked pretty. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's, I mean, it's cool to see it testing, but at this point, I just don't care, if I'm being at, honest. At this point, it's more fun to make fun of that ride than I yeah. think it is going to be to ride it. Yeah. I'm pretty, I okay. Know. I hope the new Comfort Collars are good. I'm pretty sure they were trying to break Knobel's record for how long can we like postpone opening a roller coaster? That's I mean, Lightning Rod tried, but at least we opened within three months of when it was supposed to. Now, granted, it went down like a week later, but yeah, this is pretty bad. No, Um, you and I have had this, this discussion offline. Hopefully, this makes Six Flags not want to work with. Premiere anymore? Well, it depends. If their new comfort collars are fine, then yes. But like, man, I would much rather see Intamin and SNS and Mock, which I well, don't I, think Intamin will ever happen again, and I doubt Mock will happen. But SNS would be cool. Like seeing more SNS would be great. Like, it, unless Premiere wants to stop using the comfort collars and everything and show that, like, hey, we are as good as these companies, then I'd yeah, rather well, see others. I've ridden. I've not ridden a ton of Premier rides, but I've ridden enough to where I understand. And what I understand is they were rides from the 90s were really good. And oh, yeah. all of their more modern coasters just kind of have left me disappointed or with really bruised thighs. Shot the fired tigers are really good. The Flight of Fears Flight are Fear. really good. Mummy is fantastic. Um, and then they started using like the Skyrocket model. And I mean, you've ridden full throttle. In full throttle, the biggest complaint I have, and I think this is the biggest complaint most people have with full throttle, Link. you go over the top, and it's over. Yeah. And that's like, I understand it. the launches are great, the hang time's great, the backwards section's a lot of fun, and you get some really good air time on the top, but it's like, you put, if you put one or two more elements in after the top hat, would have been such a good ride, but yeah, full throttle looks like the best of the new ones. The Skyrocket twos that I've done aren't the most fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, Premiere figures things out. Yes, yeah, so, uh, I don't then, know what happened with West Coast Racers as to why it was so delayed, but well, we we got mixed answers. <laughs> we heard the well, we're getting parts from three different countries. Well, first off, why are you getting parts from three different countries? That just seems like a bad idea. And so yeah. then we heard the rumors that some of the rails weren't made to the right quality, so they had to send them back and get new ones made. The whole thing just feels like a giant waste of money for a ride mm-hmm. that in the end is going to be, I think when it opens, it's going to be fun, but is it going to be anyone's number one? I don't know. It doesn't not. look like it's going to be. 
top five in the park for me. Full throttle looks better in my opinion if the collars aren't great. If they're like the Tigers and Tempesta ones. Collars aren't restrictive. I think it has a chance of beating full throttle for me, literally because of what I just said. Full throttle needs another element. Yeah. Because I, it's, I don't think there's any chance it opens in 2019. I think we rode it twice. When we were there, maybe three times. I can't remember. But I know it's probably my uh, controversial opinions coming up here. Probably my sixth favorite coaster at the park. X2 is my favorite. Then um, Twisted Colossus. Then Tatsu. This is where things start to get interesting. I really liked Viper. I mean, a lot of people do, and then a lot yeah. of people hate it. Yeah, I really, really liked Viper. And then, I'm trying to think, there's one other. What was the one other I really did like? Because there was another one. Goliath. I can't. Yes, Goliath. Yes, that's the one. It was so much fun, and it just it really surprised me. So. Yeah. It- uh, it'll probably be a top 10 2020 edition. Yep, yeah, I think so. So um, that brings about the discussion. Um, what is the biggest letdown of 2019? Is it West Coast Racers or is it something else? Are we saying personally or in I mean, general? I mean, I know, I think I know your personal one. Well, yeah, if it's personally, then it's not getting to ride American Thunder at Six yeah, Flags St. Louis. Well, we can do personal and then also like across the enthusiasts. In general, I, I mean, yeah, I guess West Coast Racers not opening. In yeah, 2019. I think I think in general, I think it's not even that it didn't open in 2019. I think it's just that we literally got like no answer from the park. We they just kind of pretended like it didn't exist. Yeah, and it was it just felt like a big ordeal. And then for me yeah. personally, what was the biggest letdown? Of 2019, I don't know. There's, I mean, nothing. It was not a bad year at all, so I can't really say anything let me down. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, literally being 45 minutes away from Discovery Kingdom and not going kind of hurt. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is one for you, but I, I just sort of bring it up. Um, not taking your camera to SeaWorld. Okay, there were pros and cons to that. Yeah, because if I had taken it, we would not have gotten as many rides in on things. And then also, if I had taken it, it would have rained, because that is my luck. That's true. So, I regret it, but then I also don't, because, I mean, we know I'm going to end up back at that park one day, and now that I have Mm -hmm. all the credits, I don't care to stop and take pictures for an hour. Yeah. Um, but any, anyways, next in the news, we have Emperor Update. It's got a lift hill-ish. Yeah, like halfway up, it looks like. about it, The pictures we're seeing, people are saying it's really steep, and the pictures don't do it justice, and I believe that because, I mean, I haven't been to that park, but go look at their Google Maps and all that. They are landlocked. It does look pretty steep. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are landlocked. They have no room to expand. Oh, yeah, completely landlocked, it looks like. Unless they went over the water, which, um, you know, will. I mean, it's like, yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. (laughs) But, Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and I think, um, I don't know why, the mini dives look better than the full sized ones. Um, okay. Mm, No, and yes. So, I think they look better than some of the full size ones when they have theming. But if you were to take Baron and Oblivion the Black Hole and take away all the theming and put them in the same setting as like Griffin and Chikra, Griffin and Chikra are gonna win. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm not even. I mean, Oblivion's the original, and I mean it's really kind of a no, Oblivion the dive. Black Hole. Oh yeah, a black black hole. Sorry. No, but then like talking about like Baron, I I think it's again the, the theming. And I guess it's, are we considering theming with that? Because with, with well, the theming, yes. Without the theming, no. Yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Although I'll be interested to see how Emperor rides, because it does look like it's going to have one of the more unique layouts. Mm-hmm. 
it's honestly looking kind of more like a floorless coaster with wide trains than it is like a dive. It's like a mini Yukon Striker. Yeah. And Yukon Striker looks awesome. I don't know. It depends on what happens with the Vester trains, in my opinion. Yeah. So um, then more SeaWorld San Diego. They're getting another coaster. Four years in a row. They got Electric Eel, Tidal Twister, Emperor. And now looks like they're getting a fourth. 2021. Uh, what we've heard, it's going to be an intimate quad like Wavebreaker. This time with four launches. Um, so like almost double the length it looks like. Which And I loved Wavebreaker, so that's probably going to be a really good ride. Although I do wish that they would go with something a little more intense for another multi-launch because they already have Manta, which is like a family style multi-launch. Yeah. Like, wow. Of course it's going to be a good addition. Anytime you get a new big coaster like that, it's good. But I don't know. I don't know if it's the most fitting for that park. Yeah. It was an interesting, when you sent it to me, I was like, it looks like, is this another mock family coaster? Don't they already have one? I was super confused there for a bit because I was like, why are yeah. they getting another family coaster? But this, the really, the main question this raises though, is not how they're getting the money. I just want to know where the printing press is because they are printing money. It's Where is it? Yeah. And can they send me some? Be... Uh, yeah. SeaWorld's going all in right now. Right. It's, it's a very high risk. Bigger. I want one. Yeah, it's Just a very high-risk form, but I think it's uh, paying off because the enthusiasts love them right now. Of course. And I think Cedar Fair and Six Flags are realizing that, and they're like, oh, crap, we need to figure out what we're doing. Coaster Wars Part 2? I guess so. I hope so. Now we'll get the Polar Coaster watch eventually. Um, but also speaking of multi-launches, uh, Sandy's Blast and Bronco, I think is the name, the weird Intamin launch thing that has like the turn, the turntable and then launches you backwards. Um, we saw testing footage and a POV and it looks really, really good. Uh, it, like, okay. So it's not a shuttle, I don't think. And the launch looks like it has some great acceleration and some great whip through some of those elements. It looks like something that could be really a good fit in a lot of smaller parks yeah. that don't really need high-capacity rides. And considering we've seen stuff like the Skyrocket 2s and Gale Force added, this looks way better than both of those, in my opinion. And I'd like to see more of these added. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, we were talking about Premiere, this is like the Premiere show. We've How many times have we talked about Premiere now? <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's like Premiere, the Skyrocket 2s looked good on paper. Well, and I haven't ridden one without the comfort collars yet, and I'm sure they're better like that. Oh, okay. And, like, they've got the good comfort... elements. It's just the trains. Yeah. Well, the comfort collars are not what I didn't like. It was the lap, it was the slow roll at the top. Just yeah, the lap hurt. bars bother me more at this point, but the comfort collars still the add comfort to the collars discomfort. Are more... I think they're the most annoying thing about them is like the loading and unloading because you have to like mm-hmm, lift it sure. over your head doing like that awkward like. I, I timed it when I was in line for Tigris one time. It takes them longer to dispatch a train than the actual ride itself is. Well, I mean, at Lightning Rods, ride ops all the time, but. Well, yeah, but Lightning Rod just flies through stuff. This is a three launch shuttle coaster that passes back through. Like, it's not really that short of a ride. In track length, it is, but in ride time, it's not True. that short. And it, it just... Whatever. But if the Diamond not Stack Ops Fairies. can do 30-second dispatches. <laughs> and apparently, Furies were going crazy when you were at Carowinds that one time. Okay, when we were at Carowinds for the events, they literally put it in maintenance mode and just bypass everything. And so they we would be we'd get into the station, they'd recheck our restraints and we'd roll out and we'd have to sit there on the transfer track cuz there was still a train on the lift hill. I uh, yeah, that, that I love good ops. Yeah, well they're insane ops. But yeah. 
Um, okay, we, that was a tangent. Back to launches. Yes, back to multi launches. Um, definitely does look better than the SR2s and Gale Force. I think that coaster had some issues. Um, uh, yeah, it looked good, and then there was something with like the track being weird, and there was like realignment that had to happen or something like that. Well, and now so it what's... goes through the cycle twice or something. I don't well, know. What's, what's going funny on. is. This is going back to Premiere again. The company who made the track for Gale Force the first time is also the company who made some of the track for West Coast Racers. That doesn't surprise me. So, just saying, West Coast Racers may be rough. Prepare yourselves. Great. Well, neither of us have ridden Gale Force. We can't say from experience. No. But, yeah, just talking. I, I mean, mean, Gale Force I, looks I, good. It looks good. I can't remember if I have. I know anyone who's ridden it. Well, know anyone personally. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think either of us have. Marcus may have, but I don't think he has. But anyway, next up on the list, Vacoma Wildcat. Uh, yeah, it looks awesome. Um. I, there was like some, this one really weird looking element on it, and mm-hmm. it looks great. Like I, I love what Modern Vacoma is doing so far, from what I can tell, and I want them to come back to the states now. And uh, Tron, you know, Guardians. Well, we're, we got. Excited. Well, I mean, we got Dragonflyer this year, which yeah, restored my faith in family one. Yes, but it restored my faith in Vacoma because you have to remember, I'm not outside of Dollywood. I've only ridden like SLCs and boomerangs. Yeah, uh, like so Everest my expectations. Yeah, so it's like I haven't ridden any of the like truly spectacular Vacomas in the U.S. So my, all my like wrath for them was based off the bad stuff. So Dragonfly is like, oh wait, they can actually make a decent coaster. Yeah. So yeah, uh, of all the ones I've done, let's see. Everest is great. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is really good. Dragonfly is really good. And then everything else is pretty much garbage. But with Tron and Guardians, I'm excited because we're getting more. Once those open, hopefully um, it brings back the thrilling Vacomas to the United States. Because maybe they'll impress enough to where other parks take notice. And they're like, huh, they can make some pretty good coasters. And maybe we will see some let coaster inspired rides in the States or multi-launches. But I think that'd yeah, be that would be nice. Yeah, come back. I would love a Lek. I would love Lek. Yeah, and Lek looks amazing. And yeah, so the last thing this week, and this is, I just kind of threw this in the last minute. Tomorrow is Cedar Point's 2020 announcement. Mm-hmm. So we have ideas of what's happening, and something weird I realized. So, of course, it's their 150th season. So tomorrow is actually the hundred is 150 days until the park opens. So they might have done that coincidence. I yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that was a coincidence. Well, uh, what do you think so, they're getting? Okay. Realistically, I think they're getting their uh, their paddle steamer boat ride back. You or something stole like. my option or my my choice. Well, I'm sorry, but it's the obvious answer. We can both have it. I'll share it with you. That's also my prediction, because they already teased for it a little bit, right? Yeah, they said something in one of the blog posts that was, like, all too obvious, I think. hmm So, I think the real question is, what are they getting in 2021? Because we know, well, we don't know, but I think we all can agree, it's gonna be a coaster. Yes. So what's it going to be? 500-foot um, T-Rex. No, it's not going to be a 500-foot T-Rex. Or I don't think so, at least. Um, I think it will be GCI with the Infinity Flyer trains and as an inversion. You mean well, the... Hmm, I don't know. So these are my three... These are the three thoughts I have. One... They do go for the 500-foot coaster. Who they do it with, I'm not sure. I I think it'll either be Intamin, 
Well, no, taking that back. It's either going to be B&M or RMC. But I, okay, didn't RMC say something like the T-Rex is still in development and it won't be ready for a few years? But they said that last year in 2021 is a few But I years. thought they said like the same thing this year. Well, they could they, just they be saying that do. until yeah. they open one. I don't know. I don't, I don't that, think that's going to be the that's my least, T-Rex. No, that's my least favorite. The other one is a dueling GCI Infinity Flyer with inversions out on Frontier Island. Yeah, that could be... Um, that's what I was thinking. Other I, idea, and this is my wishful thinking, is a B&M flyer. It could be. Because I, I think hmm. that's some, they don't have anything like it. There's nothing left in Ohio like it. Oh, um, that's true. Why else? Hmm. And then I think the, the long-rumored and hoped-for idea with a B&M flyer is a launched B&M flyer. So that might happen. I don't care if it's launched or lift. I just think a B&M flyer would do wonders at that part. I think the most realistic option is a GCI wooden coaster. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be the Infinity Flyer with the inversions because the more I think about it, that's like pretty similar to Steel Vengeance when the GP are looking well, at it. Would it be? Though? It could just be a normal. Steel Vengeance coach. runs more along the idea of. Like intense airtime and less focus on the inversion. I and I feel like there's enough of a difference between like Mystic Timbers airtime and Steel Vengeance airtime. Yeah, but when okay, let's say you're not an enthusiast, you're a GP, and you're going to Cedar Point, and you're looking at Steel Vengeance, and you see the inversions leaving throughout. Like you see the inversion going through the lift structure. What are you gonna think? Oh my gosh, a wooden coaster with a loop de loop. And if you add a GCI with the Infinity Flyer trains with the inversions, aren't they going to think the same thing? Well, yeah, but I'm going to play devil's advocate here. What part needs the Hyper Giga and Stratocoaster? That's true. They're Cedar Point. At this point, they've got so many rides. I think there's going to be overlap no matter what they build. Well, in, in that, well unless it's a Flyer. The Flyer it, makes the most sense in that case. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm really not sure what they're going to add. It's going to be interesting because I think they are going to play the long game teasing us next year. Yeah. I think it's going to be opening day. We're going to know where it's going to be, and then they're just going to tease us the whole way to National Roller Coaster Day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so that wraps up weekly news. And now it's time for... Star Wars! Yay! It is time for Star Wars. Rise of the Resistance. Ah, it looks so like, good. Oh, I want it now. So, uh, it, you can go on your tangent thing here, whatever okay. you want. I'm just going to explain it as best as possible so you understand what, like, because there's a whole story, and it actually is referenced in the canon movies. Like, there's I don't literally think I need to understand it. It's just ride that looks awesome. It is ride that looks awesome, but if you know the story, it's even better. Okay, go on. Yeah, so there's actually literally. I was watching Solo, which is one of actually it's one of the least liked Star Wars movie, but it's one of my favorites. Um, and there's actually a line, you couldn't get from here to Black Spire without me. Well, of course, Black Spire is the, two, the Star Wars land, so. I was like, oh, they referenced it in the movie, yay. But basically, this is what, so Black Spire Outpost, before the days of light speed travel, before you could go at the speed of light, you had to take sublight trading routes, and Black Spire was an essential stop on that route to not run out of fuel. When the hyperdrives and light speed engines came out, it got bypassed and became a smuggling ground. And so the resistance moves in and makes a secret base there, but the first order also moves in and makes a secret base there. And they realize that they both have secret bases there, and the rest of it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. So interesting. 
Yeah, there's a you can go on to Wikipedia. It is the Star Wars Wikipedia page, and um, it basically it's, it's anything you want to know about Star Wars, but it's just a lot of backstory. So yeah, so there's just a bunch of random Star Wars lore that goes wrong, and it's like you said, you don't really have to understand it to enjoy the ride. I don't but, think, yeah, I don't. I don't think you'll need to with how good it looks. No, and it's such a moving story. There, are, there are tiny details that um, Star Wars fans are going to catch that non-Star Wars fans will not. Yeah. I apologize to you now if I ever ride it with you because I'll probably be pointing out random stuff and making random comments that you won't understand. Mm-hmm. That's all um, right, though. So, yeah. So, let's... But then the other thing, Hagrid... System. I don't know if it's... It's not been dethroned. I don't think it ever got to a 10-hour line because they weren't doing lines for this ride. They were doing boarding groups. Okay. Do you like it? <sighs> Or do you think you would like it if you actually went to the park? I'm torn on it. I don't like the idea of only being able to ride it once. Because mm. I would want to ride it. it I, if I were there, and I've gotten to ride Smuggler's Run and walk around the land, and I were there and I'd run everything else I wanted to, I would probably want to ride this at least three times. Once to just take it all in wants to just try to find as much as possible in that third time again just kind of like finding stuff that i didn't see the first time so okay so kind of to counter that though with how long this ride's line can get you don't you don't want to have it at a four to five hour line at the end of the day and have your workers have to work longer you know what i'm saying well, so and it is, it's a very, way earlier. yeah, and it's a very well, the, well, I mean, the ride system, I mean, it's like the ride system is only like six and a half, seven minutes of the experience. Cause it is, I don't even know if it counts as an attraction. It's an experience at this point, I think. Yeah. I think at I, 20 minutes, it becomes an experience. When, when it comes to the boarding system, so. I think it's good to keep lines down at the start. They will open the standby eventually, which will be crazy crowded. But, you know, they're, they're going to have the fast pass system as well for those who are lucky enough to get one. But I think with this current system, so from what I've been seeing is it's been running out at around like 8.30 in the morning, and they've started letting guests in at around 6. When the listed mm-hmm. park opening has been like 8. So... They're selling out, or not selling out, but they're running out really quickly. And I think Um, that would be my issue with it, is that I would, if okay, let's say I'm a GP, and I get there, and I want to ride Rise of the Resistance, and I get there at 8.30 or 8, Mm -hmm. not expecting it to be gone. Yeah. And they were gone, I would not be happy. Now, of course, being an enlightened person, I guess, I would know to get there early and get my reservation. That, that's what I was going to say. Like, think about, I saw someone say this on Twitter, but think about like a whole family. You're not going to want to get your kids up at five in the morning to drive there and get you all passes by like then, seven o'clock. Yeah. And then you've got to stand around for the park to open. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, imagine the people who come and spend a hundred and whatever dollars on a ticket to ride this and they don't even get to. Like, yeah. if they had a standby option as well, then I think that would be good. But I don't know if they would like hit a capacity so fast with that that they just couldn't get the boarding groups in fast enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what would happen with that, but I don't know. I, I think, think once they get okay. the standby running, it'll be fine and just back to normal. Yeah, well, and here's my, these are my three ideas. I think they, one, they could have done it, I, a lot of this is going to be based off California stuff. I think, one, mm-hmm. they could have done it like they did when Galaxy's Edge first opened in California. You have to make a reservation online, get your wristband for like your boarding group in advance, like not the day mm-hmm. of, far enough in advance to where it's like, well, you knew you weren't going to be able to ride today because you didn't get your wristband for it. Yeah. The other thing, and this is, I think, some, I've seen this floating around, when you go to Disneyland, 
you can't, or in Disney's California Adventure, you can't make fast passes or reservations until your ticket has been scanned. You can be standing mm-hmm. right outside the til- or the turnstile, but it will not let you do anything until your ticket has been scanned and you are within the park. So I think that would be the other thing. And yes, there would be people, people who showed up early, but it wouldn't be unfair. It's like, well, we weren't even in the park yet and they were gone. It's like, well, when the park opens, that's when we start filling it up. And, at, and then, I mean, of course, they would probably all be gone by 9 a.m. But then there's that, no, well, why did you start giving them out at 6? Yeah. And then... I don't know. Uh, the third line is just, lines, yeah, just flood this, just let the queue just be a queue. People line up for it. That's what they and then, should do, but yeah. I understand why they did this to start. Yeah, and then when they get to the point, let's say that park closes at midnight, they cut the line off at 4 p.m. Yeah. Something, I mean, um, those are just numbers, but... So, what what was your first reaction when you saw the POV? Okay, so I was speechless because of just how fantastic it was. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I'm interested to hear your reaction because your reaction, again, you're not a Star Wars person, I am. Mm-hmm. So your reaction is probably more geared towards just the ride, as to where mine is like, this is my childhood in a ride. So, okay, for me, watching the whole experience with all of the pre-shows and everything, I was freaking out just watching the pre-shows because I didn't think it would be possible to tell a story at a theme park so well to, I mean, literally boarding the ride fits with the story when the spoilers here but like the door you know gets oh yeah that and video then they rush you in like the, the way the like pre-show totally is so perfect i was totally drooling over that pre-show and the one that goes into the star destroyer hangar and the doors open i was like oh I was it, it was out. so amazing how they flowed together so well like you you've got the part with the hologram of ray mm-hmm. and then you you go outside and you enter like it looks like a simulator type of pre-show thing. I don't know if like the floor moves or anything in there. Like in Escape from Gringotts line at Universal, you go in a fake elevator and the floor just kind of bounces up and down while you're in there to mm-hmm. give you the feeling of an elevator, even though you're not really. I don't know if they do something similar. Similar, but if they do, that'd be awesome. And then yeah, there's the room with all the stormtroopers, which is super cool. Like all of it flows together so perfectly, and then the ride itself. The animatronics, the Kylo, the two Kylo Ren animatronics impressed me the most. And then the and, one Kylo Ren animatronic that's actually not an animatronic, but a, like such a good projection. Yeah. It, like, I think yeah. the animatronics, I mean, we know Disney has that technology. What impressed me was all the projection mapping and the lasers and the lighting and how it literally looked so real. Yeah, I... And I I loved the room with the elevator and uh, the AT-ATs, I think they're called. You know, and then yes, Star Wars. Yes, at yes. Yeah, the, that room was so cool. Like, the whole ride itself, it's such a cool story with the... I love the part where you go, like, underneath the massive turrets. It It just flows so well. And then you have the simulator part itself, which looks awesome. And the outdoor, even the station where you exit, the outdoor segment with the station mm-hmm. looks so cool. It's just this massive building that's outdoor and just like an overhang. It looks so, so awesome. Yeah, so that's actually, you want me to tell you what that is? Sure. That is the, um, that giant tube pretty much is an, actually an engine off a class one Star Destroyer. Even before I knew that, I, I knew it looked awesome. It's um, but, uh, it's a reference back to episode seven and the opening sequences of that. Again, you would have no clue what I'm, I'm talking about no, unless you've no. seen it. But anyone who has seen it will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But so as the Star Wars fan in me, it gives me really good hope for Disney and Star Wars because they screwed up episode eight so bad. And I'm not going to go into a giant movie rant. I'll try to avoid that. Um, 
but they screwed up episode eight so bad <laughs> that it get, I was concerned. And this revitalizes my hope because it shows me that Disney knows what Star Wars is about. And I really only have one complaint. And this is going to be such a bad complaint. And any, pro- I'm probably going to get added because of it. But I think Ray's hologram and the way she talks in her message is all wrong for who the character is, because that's not how she talks in the movies. I mean, I wouldn't know, but I'll take your word for it. It, it could just be me, but I, that, like, that doesn't sound like something Ray would say. Yeah. So that was my, that's literally my biggest complaint. And it's for such a brief amount of time. By the end of it, I'm sure I would have forgotten about it. It's just, I've mm-hmm. watched the POVs and walkthroughs enough now where I've caught it. So, so do you think it's the best non-coaster ride ever? Okay. This is, I mean, of course I haven't ridden it. Based off from reviews, what you can see. from people I've talked to that have ridden it already, I think it is probably the best. Okay. I can't really I, think of anything, and I know there's probably a few, but I can't think of anything that would I would literally get like pay a ton of money right now to go ride. That is the only ride I would be willing to spend all of my money yeah. to go ride. So I, I agree. I think it does look like the best. However, it I'm gonna have to ride it first and ride some others because uh, Forbidden Journey at Universal. At Islands of Adventure is fantastic. Yes, I've ridden that it's one. Probably my favorite dark ride at the moment. And then you also got to remember that um, Journey to the Center of the Earth looks amazing but, as well. But see, this is where the this is all where it starts to get to like, well, but this and that, and it literally comes down to personal taste. It's that doesn't have twenty minutes worth of pre shows, does it? No. But even then, it's a giant man-made volcanic structure with high-speed moments and some fantastic animatronics and show scenes. Yeah. And I, but I haven't written it. We're, we'll, well, we'll write all these someday, I'm again, sure. Again, I'm, we'll... I'm making this one more point. Ultimate Star Wars fan right here. That just yeah. adds to it for me. It's, I'm literally... Okay, like I, I told you offline... They dropped the soundtrack for the movie a couple hours ago, and I've been listening to that all day. We have our tickets. We're ca- um, my dad and I are counting down the minutes till we go see it, pretty much. Yeah. So, it, I'm in like full blown Star Wars it. hype. Uh, I'll probably get to write it soon enough, and I can give you my personal review because yes. I, I plan on going sometime soon. Just for that. Yeah, so... So basically, all we want for Christmas is Rise of the Resistance. That's all we want. Yeah. It's like, can you... It's like, Dollywood, can you become a Disney park and build that? It's like, I don't Uh, need the rest mm -hmm. of it. I just need that. (sighs) Huh. I wonder what Disney would do with, like, a sudden theme park like that. But that can be something for another day. Uh, I'm just imagining Main Street, USA, with a bunch of hillbillies. Yeehaw. Um, so, off topic. Woohoo! Okay, now I do get to go into a full-blown movie rant. And I told... I'm gonna admit, I went and saw Frozen 2. Don't... Don't fight me over it. It was really good. I'm not gonna fight you. It was... It was good. Um, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Here, my quick mini review of it. Music was not as good as the first one, but the story was so much better. And there's just some really funny jokes in it. So it made me laugh. It was good. Saw a friend went. We had I hadn't seen in a while. We went and saw it. Um. Yeah. So that was that. And then Thanksgiving. And oh yeah, that happened. Um, nothing's really been going on for me, except for, you know, like, just mm-hmm. family stuff. Yeah, it's that time of year. It's like, we're all, we're building up to the holidays, so it's just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we it's found been out. It's interesting week. With we, just yeah. school and other stuff. Yep. I, under, I, I understand. 
No, we, um, my mom told me earlier today what we're doing for our Christmas, and I'm so excited. Can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? Oh, boy. You might not want to show your mom this episode. <laughs> um, no, I, she, she's, um, no, it's, it's going to be okay. So we're doing, this just totally screwed up, like, everything I had planned for, like, the week of Christmas. But we were doing, like, my mom, my dad, myself, and my grandmother, we're doing Christmas on Christmas Eve. Okay. And Christmas Day, we're doing, we're doing like nothing in the morning. We're sleeping in all morning. And then we're going over to my grandmother's house that night. And my mom's brother and his family are coming over that night. And we're all staying the night on Christmas. We're staying that whole night at her house. And then we're doing Christmas on the 26th with them. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, not my business. I mean, you're you're gonna have to hear me like vent about it. So, no, that's fine. I'll I'll accept it. That, that's why we have friends, right? Yeah. That and we'll uh, talk about roller coasters because n- none of my other friends will listen to me or care about it. So, uh, shall we do something yeah. fun? Yeah, let's jump into it. All so, right, so it's time for the holiday gift guide. Yep, our own. Other people. Yeah, do this it, is our holiday own. gift guide. If you want to send us any of this, just send us an email. We'll send you our addresses. Feel free to send all of it to us. We'll take it. I'm I'm cool with that. So I'll let you start because you're probably the more expert one on these first. Sure. Three. Okay. So <laughs> we can start about made to thrill. Um, made to throw. I'm sure most of you are familiar with it, but I personally love their stuff. I have, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, fifteen of their posters at the moment, and I'm getting a sixteenth one for Christmas. Um, yeah, their posters, I love how they're all such a similar art style, which really fits my room to all go together, and they've got some cool, um, other merch, like I have their Fury 325 shirt, and I know I'm getting their sticker set to go on the back of my computer. I had the yellow strap that I uh, put yeah, on my I want one of those. broke because somebody pulled on it at school way too hard. But yeah, they have some like just high-quality stuff that I really appreciate. Yeah, and made then, the um, thrill. Um, I'll be the f- – okay, and I sh- we'll say this up front. We're not getting paid to do say any of this. We're just talking about what we like. Um, made the thrill is high quality. I love Made the Thrill. Um, I've got. I've only actually had one of their t-shirts. Um, I don't have any of their posters, and the reason for that is I am a graphic artist, so I actually just design all of my own artwork for my room. Yeah. So that's kind. Of, that that's the reason I don't have any of their posters that I know of. Cough, cough, mom. Mystery, mystery bag. Cough, cough, cough. Um, so ready for Christmas, so I can find out which posters I got. Um, yeah, but I do love their. I love the prints. Honestly, it it's hard to like design roller coaster stuff and not steal from their ideas because they're so good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then the next I one is um, the B shirt. The B and M shirt. Actually, I'm getting another one of those too because mine is like a small from when I was. Like, yeah, I, I'm getting another Fury shirt for Christmas because the one 13. I have now is small. Um, but then we have Pursuit of Thrills. Now, do you have any other stuff? No, but I, okay, I, I looked either. at it. And I love the um, the layout prints are really cool. Mm-hmm. But I think my yeah. favorite thing they do is the sticker sets. I love yeah, the sticker sets. Cool. So um, I, I was going to get their stickers, but made the thrill... I don't. I think they had some sort of deal where if you like, you get a little bit off if you buy a certain amount. And my mm-hmm. mom had me looking on their website, and I saw the stickers, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just get them here then, so we can get the discount." So I'm getting some of their stickers instead. But Pursuit of Thrill stickers look awesome, and their posters look awesome. I haven't gotten any of their stuff, but I'd certainly take some if somebody got me any. Yeah, I think you and I both have the same problem. It's like we're out of wall space. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. And then the next one, 
something we both have. You have like a thousand times more of them than I do. It's uh, coaster dynamics stuff, uh, specifically nano coasters. Yeah, mainly nano coasters. Let's see. Time to count again. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18. I think I have 19 of their models, and I just bought three more today because Kings Island started selling them on their website. Um, Coaster Dynamics, you are making the 24th me go to one is sitting on my desk. Stuff. Oh, well, I, I kind of already thought that's what I was getting for Christmas, but I guess oh, I know yeah. now. But um, yeah, they're, they're pretty much making my wallet cry. But that's okay because their stuff is high quality in my opinion, and I really like them, um, especially when they come on paper because then they're easier easier to build instead of having to cut them out. Yep. Yeah, Which I've ones got, do you have? I have three. I have – you got me the Twisted Cyclone one for my birthday. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have Fury 325, and I have X2. That's, so, that's a good starter collection. Well, I, I, again, I don't have really room for them. I have New Texas Giant Iron there Rattler. Get ready for a long people. Banshee, Fury, Thief <sighs> 5, Intimidated 305, Maverick, Diamondback, Steel Vengeance, Twisted Timber, Steel Curtain, Twisted Cyclone, Mystic Timbers, Voyage, Thunder Road, Wonder Woman, Golden Lasso Coaster, um... Thunderbird, Millennium Force, The Beast, and Titan at Six Flags over Texas. Oh, you're done? I can wake up from my nap now? Yeah, and I'm also getting Orion Vortex and Son of Beast soon. Yep. And whatever I'm getting from you. Yeah, you have no idea which one it is, although you have, but you could so, probably... Uh, don't say it, just yeah, don't. You, you know which one it I is, won't. but... Yeah. But as, as someone who's bought a lot, I can't vouch for them if you... Uh, or thinking about getting any other stuff for someone for Christmas, I give it a thumbs up personally, and I'm sure Jack does too. Yes, I love them. I just don't spend money on them because my camera exists. That's, yeah. So next one is just park merch, um, but good park merch. So mm -hmm. no, no snow globes. Uh, some of them are cool. Okay. You, you know I forgot about that about. one. I forgot about that one. I have the most awesome time traveler one for, for context. It is beautiful. Yes, but, but like... Uh, yeah, the parks have cool stuff. I do t-shirts. That's my park merch thing. I have a lot of those as well. You wearing one right now? Yes. Me too. Twisted Timbers. Mystic Timbers. What a surprise. Yep. Um... But yeah, if you ever go to a park that your enthusiast friend has never been to, they, you can definitely get something for them from there for Christmas. Shout out to sure David and Greg. They sent me a Formula Rosas t-shirt. I think, what did, didn't did you send me something from somewhere that I haven't been? Didn't I send you something from somewhere I haven't been? Where, what did I? Mm. Well, I I'm know. sending you something from a park you haven't been to for Christmas. Oh, I'd almost forgotten about that until you said something. <laughs> um, I feel like you did, but I'm probably forgetting. Um, I mean, I sent you oh, some you stuff. You sent from me a Wildwood Grove hat before I had gone. I've been there now, but I hadn't been to that section of the park yet. Yeah. So I guess that kind of counts. But t-shirts are always a go-to, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, t-shirts are good. Um, I love park maps. Mm -hmm. They're free, so that's a plus. I'm I'm looking at my overflowing bin of them right now. I have quite a few. Yeah, I have a lot of sure. extra to send to you sometime. I'll probably send it with your Christmas present. Yeah, I, your Christmas presents coming in like four things because I can two of them have to be rolled up, and the other has to be like put in a package. So. I feel bad. You're okay. How much do you want for shipping? No, I'm not. No, we're not doing this. No. Oh, but that's so much. All right, whatever. We'll talk I mean, about so, that later. It, yeah, we can talk about that later. Anyway, so um, yeah, Time that's for a shameless plug. 
Woohoo! Thrilling moments photography crap. <laughs> Buy the calendars. I need them gone. <laughs> if you order it by Thursday, I can guarantee it will be at your house by Christmas. If you don't, well, yeah. So, thrilling moments photography calendars this year. Let me see. We've got. Copperhead Strike for January, the Tornado at Stricker's Grove, February, Lightning Rod, March, Kings Island, Mystic Timbers and Diamondback, April, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, May, Railblazer, June, Twisted Colossus, July, Voyage and Thunderbird, August, Steel Vengeance, September, Lightning Run is October, Gold Striker, November, and Corkscrew at Michigan's Adventure, December. Buy it now. It's $18, including shipping. <laughs> Was that enough? No, that's not. <laughs> I have and, one, and I like it. Well, you there have you two, go. technically. Oh, yeah. I got the one for next year early. Ha ha. All you normal people. I'm you're, you're on the advanced list. Mm-hmm. Yep, the so VIP. that's that. Um, and then sitting next to me, I have the first ever, which they're going to actually get destroyed because they're... Literally, where is my measure? There it is. There's like it's like an half an inch on one side and an inch on the other because Jack is stupid and doesn't know how to use the align tool. So they're beautiful. Uh, there's I'm doing. There's going to be two of them for sale. I haven't decided how I'm selling them yet, but there would be two exclusive series Mystic Timbers prints. Um, we're gonna, I'm working out how those are going to be sold. If you want any other picture that's not that one, I will sell it to you for $10. You get the image file, and you can print it how you want it. Uh, the exclusive series, there's only ever going to be so many of them printed, and I print them myself and send them to you. Yeah, and then we've got um, posters. I've got two of them right now. I've got my Top Thrill Dragster train print and then a Maverick train print. Um, those are the only two I've designed. And, they look good. Yeah. I can vouch. Yeah, they look good. I need another frame for my Maverick one. Or yeah, for my Maverick one. Where are you hanging them? Um, I haven't decided yet. They're either going in, um, my bathroom along that back wall because I it's just a dead space right now, or in my office somewhere. Hmm. So you you kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are that. That's pretty much everything I've got right now. I am working on, um, there's going to be a few more, um, posters I'm going to do. And then I'm probably going to start making these exclusive prints more available. So we'll see how I get that worked out. And then, um, let's see. What else we got on? Oh, this next one's uh, some of my some of friends of mine, Carowinds fans only. They are the Carowinds like fan page, um, and they do. They've got some really cool stickers, some cool T-shirts. I highly go. I recommend checking them out. Um, I'm really good friends with the people, so I am plugging them. But I do think it's good work. So, and let's see. This next one is a. Uh, my friend over at um, BK Photo Page, uh, Bob, he runs that Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, and his website too. And he does some really good calendars. So I recommend going and checking him out because he's got some awesome pictures that I don't have because he's been to parks I haven't been to. So check those out. I'll let you take the next one. Um, th okay, so this is kind of like if you want to go all out for close to. Um, you can get them season passes for the next year, of course. Now, I wouldn't know that much about this because I live in Florida, a uh, quick flex, and uh, I get to go to parks all the time. But if, if you know an enthusiast and your season's coming to an end and then they haven't gotten a pass for the next season yet, you can get them one. Why not? Then they'll That's what have I get for Christmas every year. Next year, yeah. Have the I have a Dollywood pass and my Cedar Fair pass. Theme park trips, so you, you can surprise them. Always with a trip, that's always welcome, especially if it's me personally. But um, I mean, well, this me, is probably more difficult to do. 
than most things. But well, when I put this idea down, thinking not as much of like a trip that you get for Christmas. It's like or like that you go on for Christmas. It's a trip that you get for Christmas, but it's actually in the summer. Yeah. So you have time to plan more. Yeah, plan more warmer seasons and just yeah, and it, it's just one of the things. that's like. Instead of spending all of the money on theme park gifts and apparels and stuff, even though that is a lot of fun and we do love to cover our rooms and all of our stuff, I think mm-hmm. saving for trips is just as much fun because that's what we, I mean, the stuff we get is fun, but doing it's what's really fun. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's kind of, do you have anything else? I know we just, I just threw all that together one morning. I was like, um, I think this is everything. Um, I'm pretty sure that's it. I'm looking around at all the stuff on my bulletin board in my room, making sure I don't see anything. Oh, yeah, I, I, this is probably one of the harder things, but um, roller coaster parts. Oh, yeah. If you can um, get your hands on that, then, of course, people are going to be happy with that. Yeah, so um, wheels, pieces of wood. Heck, I'll walk up to safety fences if there's a piece of wood within reach. Yeah. Yep. I, I've got um, a couple of pieces. Oh, so one of them has been bought. The other one you got for me. And then the other one you also got for me, but that was at an ace of it. Yeah, let's see. I've got a piece of Georgia Cyclone, a piece of Mystic Timbers, a piece of, and then I've got two pieces of Tornado. Uh, Stricker's Grove. Uh, piece of Tornado from you. Piece of Georgia Cyclone from you, and then I have a piece of Hurler. Yeah, I thought about Hurler, but I've, I'm not. I couldn't convince myself to pay that amount of money for a block of wood. Yeah, um, um, I don't think it was actually that expensive, if I remember right. Well, that was at the tail end of our trip, and so I was you already probably wrote it low. Yeah, I was already getting through my merch budget. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's like, yeah. Well, and then I'd say I've got some other random roller coaster parts. I've got um, a wheel off the original Colossus from Magic Mountain, and then I've got a hitch off Carolina Cyclone. Hmm. Nice. And then the yeah, and then the other two things I'll throw out there. And I, although I rarely think people give these as gifts, are like Tony Clark tweet up coins. It's like those are really mm-hmm. cool. Those are like things you can like collect. And I think those are, I mean, this can honestly just kind of turn into like, what is all the theme park merch we like? Not just the gift guy, but. Yeah. And then um, anything like from your home park that's a rare. Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's like you, and you could probably guess like the Dollywood coin I got a couple weeks ago is. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest gifts anyone's ever given me, especially because it's just there are not that many of those in existence. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think that's it. That'll do it. Yeah. So next week, hopefully, we're gonna have a. I'm going to Dollywood this weekend. Hopefully, and try to get up there before the weather gets awful. Um, although <laughs> based off today. Like I told you, it was literally it was like 55, 60 degrees this morning, and it was like a little overcast, but it was, there was some sunlight. And right now, there's probably two inches of snow on the ground. Um, I'm trying to think. I'll probably go to a park this weekend. So even if you don't get to go, then I can fill in. Yeah, but I I really want to go. I really want to go. So well. That's it. Thank you all for listening once again. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Twisted Trialers Podcast. We'll be back next week. And ride on.